Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, Hour 3. Hello, America. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here across the nation. The phone number, if you want to be on the program, 877-973-7425. I, gotta, I have to disclose something to you. This is really TMI. Um, when I got started in radio, you know, Rush Limbaugh helped me get started. I mean, he pushed me to get into it. He was a, he was a good friend. And one of the pieces of advice he gave me was never eat before you go on radio. Apparently, at one point in his life, he was in mid-monologue, having eaten before his radio program. And this was when he was still in Sacramento doing local radio and let loose a loud and uncontrolled belch and was so mortified he never ate again before his show. Uh, and I have for the longest time, like I would eat like breakfast and, and occasionally have, have issues, but I try not to eat anywhere near around the time that I'm on radio. However, I got my food sitting right in front of me. My, my, my sweet wife just brought me a chicken salad sandwich and a, and a cup of chili. There's this little place near me called SIDS. I've been eating at SIDS since I was in college. And I have never gotten anything other than a chicken salad sandwich and a cup of chili. It is my comfort food. And I got called this morning. Uh, my flagship station, WSB in Atlanta, the morning host is off for Yom Kippur. And he had a guest host. And the guest host woke up sick. And so the boss, who is Jewish and should not be on his phone today because it's Yom Kippur, he had to call and say, can you fill in for Mark? I said, sure. So I did three hours this morning. I'm actually, my buddy Ben Shapiro, similarly situated, uh, they reached out to me and said, hey, would you mind filling in for Ben? They had a situation fall through and needed somebody and asked if I could do it. And I said, sure. So I'm doing Ben's show. I did Mark Aram's show. I'm in the, what, one, two, three, four, five, now sixth hour of radio. I got another hour of radio to go. And then I got two TV hits to do tonight. Um it's kind of a crazy day. I am going to go to the gym in between. So I'm going to run to the gym, do a quick workout, come back for Ben show, and then leave again, have supper, come back and do TV on News Nation and CNN. It's going to be a busy day. But because of that, I'm starving. So during commercial breaks, I am eating. And so I will try not to burp on radio. Now, way TMI. I, I know, I know, but this is this is kind of a crazy day, but I can do seven hours of radio and really what amounts to about uh, 40 minutes of television spread over two hours. I want to talk about the UAW strike. Let me play for you again um, this audio from Donna Brazil. I ended the last segment with, but I want you to be able to hear the whole thing here. This is Donna Brazil, Martha Raddatz on ABC's This Week Yesterday. Donna, we've also got these striking auto workers this week. President Biden is going to go out and join the picket line. Uh, Pete Buttigieg said 
you know, he's just siding with the workers. But historically, I, I, I don't think that's really ever happened before. First time ever that a president, but look, he's probably, Is he making the right move? Absolutely. He's a pro-union president. He, he has always sided with working people. And this year alone, he has helped to avert strikes in other major, major industries. But what I want to say is that these workers have been screwed out of the, the type of compensation that they should have received after the American people bailed out the auto industry. The American people, the, the auto industries have had one quarter of a trillion dollars, which I don't even know how to count that that much. Maybe I need some gold bars. Uh, but they've had one quarter of a trillion dollars in profit, and yet CEOs have been able to benefit shareholders. But what about the workers? They, they had their pay cut. They had their pension for new hires. So they deserve an opportunity to be heard, and I'm glad the president's going to stand with them. Um, we got some problems here, Donna. And, and by the way, full disclosure, I, I, I want you to know, and it gets me hate mail from listeners all the time. And I don't care. I, I want you to know, uh, Donna Brazil is a family friend and we can disagree on everything politically and find common ground. She is from South Louisiana, uh, about an hour South of where my parents live. And I just think the world of her, I do, I, I get so much blowback from people on the right and some on the left who don't like her. And I just, I, I love her even as we disagree. She has done so many acts of kindness for my family over the years. Uh, but man, having to carry water for Joe Biden on this stuff, man, uh, God bless her for, for, for doing what nobody else wants to do. It seems like trying to carry water for Joe on this stuff. So Donna Brazil with Martha Raddatz says Joe's going to go march the picket lines with workers. First president in American history to do this. And she makes a, an articulable defense as a Democrat for why. And, and you got the CEOs making more money. You got profitable companies. Never mind they've been through bankruptcy as recently as 2008, 2009. Never mind they're behind on EVs and those costs are going up. They've made good profits. They've rewarded their shareholders. They should be paying more to the workers. The problem here that my friend Donna doesn't address is the stated demands of the United Auto Workers are more than these companies can bear. Let me put this in real-world perspective for you. The hourly cost of labor for Tesla to make cars is $44. The cost for General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis is about $70 right now. That's, by the way, is per worker. Now, why is it per work? Well, it, it's, it's the hourly wage. It's the... Um, it, it's the, the pension costs, the employment costs, the healthcare costs, all that. So it's about $44 for Tesla per hour per employee, 68 to $70 per hour for the big three automakers. All the other, uh, manufacturers in this country, automakers is le is higher than Tesla, but lower than the big three. And if the UAW demands are met, it would be they would go up to $180 an hour per worker. That's too much because it would not just eat into their profits, it would wipe out their profits. And by the way, they are publicly traded companies, they're private companies traded on the stock market. 
and they have shareholders, and their responsibility is to the shareholders more than anything else. That's the way corporations in this country work. The shareholders buy the stock. That is an investment in the company. Their investment is rewarded with good stewardship. You may not like it, but that's the capitalist system, and the capitalist system has elevated billions of people out of poverty worldwide far better than socialism or communism. And these workers still make a good living. They make a better living than anyone who works for Tesla or Kia or Hyundai or Mercedes or BMW or Toyota or Mitsubishi or Nissan. They, they, they do better than all of them. And their cars that they manufacture tend not to be as good, tend not to last as long, and tend to be higher priced. And I say that as someone who always buys GM cars although I really do miss my forerunner from Toyota. But nonetheless, Joe Biden is going to go join them in the picket lines. Now, again, what you have to understand is the stated public demands of the UAW are beyond that which the big three auto manufacturers can match. Part of this is a a pension system that was phased out in the early 2000s. A long-time employees, they had a pension plan. It was phased out in 2007, 2008, as these auto manufacturers ran on financially hard times. And they were also paid a, a high hourly wage. To get to the high, you can't get to the pension anymore, but to get to the higher hourly wage, you got to work a certain number of hours and a certain number of years to get there. As more and more workers come online and the older workers phase out, it's you've got to work more and more to get back to the pay that those people were making. And there is something to be said for the companies negotiating on that. They've offered to make it quicker to get to higher wages, that you don't have to work as long. Ford apparently is taking the negotiations more seriously than GM and Stellantis. So the UAW is not working as aggressively against Ford. They're, they're not striking against more Ford plants this week even as they've upped the other plants that they're they're um, striking against. GM has ordered layoffs at a number of plants. Here's the ultimate problem, though. Here's my broken record moment, to put this in perspective. Four years. Four. Four years after conservatives coined the phrase Obamacare, Barack Obama stopped ridiculing the phrase. And even then, it took him a year or so longer to embrace the phrase Obamacare. It took Obama multiple years to embrace the phrase Obamacare for the Affordable Care Act. When Republicans began vilifying Joe Biden's economic plan as Bidenomics, it took Biden not three months to embrace Bidenomics as his own. Joe Biden embraced the phrase, has wrapped himself around the the phrase around him. Everything they do, they refer to Bidenomics. The White House press secretary refers to Bidenomics. And what is Bidenomics? Higher prices and stagflation. And now he's going to go out on the picket lines. First president in American history to join union activists picketing. First, that's probably going to inspire more strikes. But on just that strike, it's going to probably inspire them to stay longer and to strike more and to demand more, and to think the president of the United States is with them. By the way, the head of the UAW has not endorsed Joe Biden yet, and he wants that guy's endorsement. So they're going to strike longer and demand more and think the president is with them, which is going to cause more layoffs, 
which is going to hit the second and third tier auto manufacturing suppliers, not just the first tier, not just the the primary, not just the AC Delcos and the like, but but all the others. It's going to hit them, those suppliers, the second tier, the third tier, the people who make the buttons for the seatbelts, the people who make the circuit boards, the people who make the fuses, the people who make the small parts that are used by the second tier people for the bigger parts who are used by the first tier people for the whole parts. They're going to be layoffs there. So unemployment will go up. Costs will go up. All of these things, they'll have a negative impact on the economy. They'll push us closer to recession while everything else is pushing us closer to recession as well. And Biden will be the one on the picket lines. It'll be his photos the Republicans circulate. Who did this? Joe Biden did this. Look at him striking as people are losing their jobs. People are being laid off. Joe Biden's out there celebrating with those who did it. Now, Americans are not typically going to blame the workers. Rarely are workers who strike blamed, even as they might deserve the blame. The union itself might be blamed, but the workers themselves are never blamed. Americans like their fellow workers. You add Joe Biden to the mix, it's not the union that gets the blame. It's the president of the United States who gets the blame. This was such stupid maneuvering by Biden, but it's the maneuvering you expect. He is the most pro-union president the country has ever had. He is the reason the Teamsters decided to go on strike. They're making a big play for Amazon, UAW going on strike. Yeah, the actors, the 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 screenwriters in Hollywood apparently have settled their strike. Uh, the terms have not been released. We're expecting the terms to be released imminently as the writers go back on strike. Nobody really cared about that one, though. But it's remarkable that Biden has done this, that he's he's wrapped himself in this because as the economy goes, so goes Bidenomics. And as the economy tanks, Bidenomics tanks and Biden owns the label. He's embraced the label. It's also probably why Republicans should not participate in a shutdown right now. Get through the temporary package and then make a play on the permanent package for more. But we don't want the Republicans giving the Democrats an excuse to say, no, no, it's them, not us. I mean, the media is going to try. The media will always try. But thus far, the public's been pretty sympathetic to the GOP. Uh, don't give them room to turn on the GOP. We keep the focus on Biden and Bidenomics. Uh, it was just absolutely baffling to me that Biden would decide to do this, and yet he's done it. Uh, he's going to have to own it when the economy tanks, and we'll make sure he does. I run a small business. You may not realize this radio show is small business. I've got employees. i got management headaches. Hirings of employees, thankfully no firings, but you got to deal with the management burden sometimes. If you're a small business owner, you probably deal with those headaches as well. And sometimes I've realized it's better to outsource to an HR department so you don't have to be the bad guy. Your employees can like you and you want to deal with an HR department that your employees can like for the most part when they need HR assistance. And you got to think about these things as a small business owner. Let's say somebody isn't showing up when they're supposed to. You don't want to have to be the confrontational bad guy. That's where Bambi comes in. Or an employee reports a serious issue like sexual harassment, and you're not even sure if you got a documented policy. Bambi can take care of those things. With Bambi, you get access to a dedicated HR manager starting at just $99 a month. They're available by phone, by email, real-time chat, so you can do onboardings and terminations that run smoothly. Your team members help coaching for peak performance. Your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations, and they always change 
Y'all, Bambi's dedicated HR managers are U.S.-based individuals who are dedicated to your business. So they seem like they're on your team, not just somebody from a different company, but actually on your team with the personal touches you want. So if you need HR assistance for your growing small business, reach out to Bambi, Bambi Bambi.com. Go right now, type in Eric Erickson under podcast. When you sign up, it'll help the show. It's spelled Bambi, B-A-M-B-E-E.com, Bambi.com. Type in Eric Erickson under podcast. Start moving your business forward with great, dedicated, team-oriented HR, Bambi.com. Hello, America. Welcome. It's Eric Erickson here. The phone number 877-973-7425, should you wish to be on the program. Very happy to have you join me. You got to listen to this John Kerry quote. The man is just completely clueless. I I hate to use the phrase, what time is it? Because it's something the online right uses. The left talks about you got to be on the right side of history, and the right says, well, do you know what time it is? John Kerry is on the wrong side of history not knowing what time it is. We do know that China right now is outbuilding everybody in renewable energy. And they're deploying that energy at home. And literally, China is now deploying and and manufacturing more than all the rest of the world put together. So China's made a decision. They had 52 degrees centigrade that last summer. They've had people dying because of the floods in China. So our hope is that we can depoliticize this issue, at least. It's a universal threat. We all need to be engaged in this. We need China. And we hope uh, we can work with China. Oh, boy. Um, This is so willfully naive of Kerry. And, and, I mean, a man who did what he did in Vietnam never really has the interest of the United States at heart anyway. I'm, I'm just flabbergasted by John Kerry's willingness to sing the praises of China when every single person on the planet, I think, actually knows that uh, China is fibbing. It's not actually the clean energy powerhouse it claims to be. It, it, it builds clean energy products as virtue signaling to a fat leftist like John Kerry, but meanwhile continues to grow its coal and natural gas platforms, coal in particular, much more so than natural gas because limited availability there. But it, it's they're, they're not a country that is dedicated to clean renewable energy. Their only dedication to clean renewable energy is convincing leftists in Europe and the West to invest in batteries and they control all the, the um, they control the rare earth minerals to be able to make it happen. It's, it's a scam that John Kerry has willingly bought into willfully bought into. And I don't think John Kerry even believes it. He just doesn't care because John Kerry comes from the camp of people who believe that a neutered United States is better for the world. And emboldened China, in John Kerry's mind, is actually a good thing because it means the United States uh, cannot be the leader of the world, particularly leader of the free world. 877-973-7425 is the number. Right now, i got to tell you about this great deal from Stamps.com. It's all you got to have is a computer and a printer to take advantage of it. You can manage orders on the go with a mobile app. You can schedule package pickup, seamlessly connect with other major marketplaces, and your shopping cart, you get huge carrier discounts up to 84% off the post office and UPS rates, 
and find the cheapest and fastest shipping options. You get access to the post office UPS services you need from your computer, mobile device, anytime, day or night. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. When you're running low on supplies, you get those from Stamps.com as well. It's a great deal. Y'all, I've been a customer of theirs for a very long time. I've got a little thermal printer I bought. I got a digital scale I bought. You get one for free, a digital scale, with this deal from Stamps.com. I do all my shipping from Stamps.com, and I never have to wait in a line. Right now, go to Stamps.com. You click on the microphone. You put in my name, Eric. You get a special offer for a four-week trial, free postage, free digital scale, no long-term commitments or contracts. Click the microphone at Stamps.com. Put in my name, Eric, E-R-I-C-K. Hello and welcome. It is Eric Erickson here across the nation. The phone number 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be on the program, happy to have your phone calls. I got to talk about some of the economic news. I really want to get to the border, but there are a couple of stories out there that I really, I think, take precedence. Uh, In particular, if you subscribe to the show notes uh, today, I actually had to help Philip uh, get it filled out today. And there's a one story, Americans filed more than 39,000 bankruptcy cases in August. That's an 18% increase from the same point last year. Bankruptcies are going up, uh, foreclosures are going up, uh, defaults on car loans are going up, uh, and um, something like 85, no, 87% of Americans who make $150,000 a year, $150,000 a year, 87% of them say they are living paycheck to paycheck because costs have gone up so much. That is remarkable uh, and a big red flag in the economy. There's more. But before I get to it, I want to get to Larry's phone call. Larry, welcome to the Eric Erickson Show. How are you? Hey, Eric. Uh, Doing good. Um, You know, we are so blind as conservatives and GOP. They cheated the last time. We know it. We saw it in the movie. that was 2,000 mules. We saw him stuffing the ballot boxes. You see that Joe Biden doesn't really care about the polls or anything, and the Democrats have a lax attitude. Well, let me tell you what's going on. My friend is Lieutenant Robert with ICE down in Texas, and he's seen on the cell phones that in Atlanta, Detroit, and other cities, they're told where to go, 1.7 million illegals, where to get their driver's license. They will be told when the election it comes to vote Biden or be deported. Now, if one, if 17 million show up, which, okay, they won't, but let's just say 5 million show up, or even 10% of 5 million, the election's over, bud. It's done. They're cheating again, and we have nothing we can do about it. Okay, so I, I, I let's, let's deal with the Georgia situation. Um, if, if they show up in Georgia to vote... First of all, they can't get a Georgia license as an illegal alien. They they can get some sort of federal ICE card, uh, but that's not ID at the polls. So I I guess how do do they show ID at the polls in Georgia? Because you got to have a photo ID and be a registered voter. And to be a registered voter, you got to provide proof of citizenship. So how are they going to get through to be able to vote in Georgia? They are texting them the D, the DMV to go to, that they will get their driver's license. That's what Robert has showed me, that they are being texted, go here, you will get your driver's license. And there are a multitude of cities all over the United States that are going to be account, uh, acceptable to that. And then, of course, the voting booths uh, will be acceptable to that, too. There's a lot of states who you don't even have to show an ID. But I'm talking about the ones that you have to show an ID. 
Bro, we're talking about 17 million illegals. We're all wondering why they're pouring in. You know, we know about the sex trafficking with children. We know about 110,000 Americans have died from fentanyl. Why the hell are they doing it? Now we know because they are about to break the election. Uh, Okay. Larry, I'm going to let you go there. You guys do understand that what Larry is saying, his friend Robert may have told him, but if that many illegal aliens show up, you actually are going to have proof. I mean, you do understand this, right? Otherwise, why why vote? And they're sending him text messages, really? So let me just let me break this one down for you. In in states with photo ID, particularly Georgia, uh, you can't just go to the DMV and get a driver's license. Uh, you actually have to have documentary proof to be able to get your driver's license. And, and now I'm just talking about the state of Georgia. Maybe your state, you can come up with something. But you got to have your you got to have your proof of citizenship, among other things, to get your driver's license. It goes into not a not a county repository, but a state one where everything is is documented and verified, it becomes public information, it can be challenged, and there are checks along the way to make sure this is not some widespread thing. You think no one's going to notice 5 million illegal immigrants suddenly voting? Now, listen, I know some of you are so hardened into hating the Democrats and convincing yourself that that's the case. Maybe you do believe it, but the majority of you, come on, really? I mean, in Georgia, it's a physical impossibility for an illegal alien to be able to register to vote because the database is tied to a statewide system, not a county system. You can't show up at the Fulton County Department of Motor Vehicles as an illegal alien and get a driver's license that registers you to vote. You you literally cannot do that. It doesn't matter if you show up at, at, um, at, at, at Joe Smith, DMV operator who says he's going to be able to get it for you because it's got to go through a computer system. You, you got to have your social security number. Georgia actually has a right uh, that they won through a court order to verify citizenship through social security number. So it routes through there. The Biden administration cannot submit phony social security numbers. I mean, the checks and balances, uh, it, 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 let, let me just put it to you this way. If if what if what friend Robert tells Larry is true, y'all don't go vote, please. Don't don't go vote. There's there's no point. Uh, it, it really is over. Don't don't go vote. Y'all stay home. You who believe this, please don't go vote. Please, I'm begging you. If you really do believe this is true, do not go vote. The IQ of the voting pool will increase dramatically. I'm sorry, Larry. Robert has lied to you. This is not happening. It is amazing the, 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 the chain of events that go through this. I can tell you, it, it, it hit me why they're allowing the flood of illegals. It hit me. First of all, let me play you this audio. This is Jay Johnson. He was the uh, Homeland Security Secretary for Barack Obama. This is a billion-dollar problem. It's blown a hole in his budget, and it's turning the politics of New York City upside down. Yeah. I think what the city needs and other cities that are struggling with this first and foremost from the federal government is money money they want more money 
Customs and Border Patrol sources tell Fox News 11,000 migrants were encountered at the southwest border in the last 24 hours, making it the single highest day in recent memory. In Eagle Pass alone, there were more than 4,000 from Friday to Sunday through the weekend. I can't remember who it was. I think it was Dick Durbin uh, over the weekend was asked about the border. He has a take on it that is very serious. We need to do something. And again, says we need comprehensive immigration. And it suddenly hit me the way he was talking about it. I think I understand why the Democrats won't do anything about the border situation. Follow along with me here. To the Democrats, the most recent illegals into the country are expendable. What the Democrats want is we've got uh, multiple generations now of illegal aliens in this country, going back to the Reagan years. And the Democrats are refusing to secure the border, creating a massive problem to try to get Republicans to give a mass amnesty to those illegal aliens. It's not about the current ones. It's not about the ones who've come over in the last couple of years. The Democrats know who they are. They can round them up. They've documented them all. They'll hunt them down. They'll deport them, or maybe they'll leave them here. Here's what the Democrats are doing. The Democrats have a an aggressive constituency through La Raza and other groups. It's not because they want these illegal aliens that are coming into the country now to become Democratic voters. It's that they want the illegal aliens who are already here and have been here for 20 years to become Democratic voters. The new Illegal, the new illegal aliens, they're expendable. They're expendable. They're documented. They'll be rounded up. They'll be deported. The Democrats will go to the Republicans and say, you secure the border, but to do so, give amnesty to the people who've been here a generation. Some of the new guys will try to forge documents. That's why ICE has been going on and getting uh, fingerprints and, and documentary IDs of who these people are that they're letting go because they want to be able to round them up and, and get rid of them. They're manufacturing a crisis to try to force Republicans to do amnesty for the the for the for uh, illegal aliens who've been here for a while. And again, it's very important for you to nuance. It's very important to nuance this. They don't care about the current crop of illegal immigrants. They're documenting them, and they will go find them, round them up, and deport them. They want Republicans to give an amnesty for the illegal aliens who have been here for a while. So when the Republicans say, look, what are we going to do about the current illegal immigrants? We don't want them to be part of the amnesty. The Democrats say, yeah, we fingerprinted them. We've given them IDs. We have a vague sense of where they might be. If we find them, we'll deport them. You write that into the legislation, Republicans. You write into the legislation that if you're in the ICE system, having come into this country in the last five years, you are immediately subject to deportation. For You have no, no allowance for amnesty or anything else. You have to be immediately deported. The Democrats will say, we'll give that to you, Republicans. We'll give that to you. Any illegal immigrant who's come in here since Donald Trump was president and after, we'll give you immediate deportation of those people. It's the ones who've been here for 20 years they want to help. It's the ones who've been here for 30 years they want to help. They've got an entire Democratic constituency group designed to help those illegal immigrants, not the current ones. The old ones. So that's what they're doing. They're overwhelming the system to tell Republicans, hey, here's our deal. You're right. All these people who've been coming in since Trump was president, we need to deport them. 
And we will go along with that. But the people who came here during Obama and Bush and Clinton and Reagan, they get to stay. That, I think, is what they're doing. They've manufactured a crisis, and they don't want it to go to waste. They will not secure the federal border until Republicans go along with grandfathering in those who have been here since before Trump. Those who came after Trump, we've got their fingerprints. We've got their documentation. They can't generate fake cards because we know when they got here. But the ones before Trump, they want to let all them stay. So you overwhelm the system now and say, hey, we'll deport everybody post-Trump, but you got to let these others stay. That's the deal they're going to want to try to cut. You wait. That's what they'll do. Now, one more call before we go. Linda, you're going to be up next. Welcome. Oh, hi. Hi. Uh, I wasn't expecting to to land here. Uh, well, uh, surprise, was, surprise. Uh, yeah, about the motor voter stuff. Yes. Uh, the proposed rule in Pennsylvania. And you mentioned, you made some allusion to some federal law that maybe is promoting this. Uh, it strikes me as ripe for a, uh, a court being contested in court. You do not have to be a citizen to uh, get a driver's license. Uh, and I know the requirements are going to vary from state to state. You know, some states you'll have to be legal, but that's not a citizen. So if you automatically register people when they register to vote, you're, go- you're going to be registering some non-citizens to vote. That's screwed up. How do you fix it? Okay, so let, let me let me step back with this. We're talking about it's called Motor Voter, and the the specific name is National Voter Registration Act. It was enacted in 1993 when Bill Clinton and the Democrats were all there. Um, and essentially, what Motor Voter says is that when you go get your driver's license, if you are a citizen, and uh, you have to verify your citizenship, you you ver- how do you verify your citizenship? You bring your birth certificate, you bring your birth certificate or your passport. Uh, So when you go register, when you go get your driver's license at 18, you bring your birth certificate when you first get your driver's license as as a 15-year-old, and that flags you right then and there as a citizen or not, or at 18. And if you are a citizen at 18, when you get your your adult license, you can be registered to vote. You can fill out the paperwork right there. States don't have to comply completely. And states vary in how they give driver's licenses. Some give you a driver's license with designations that you're not a citizen. There are states like California that don't. Um, but it is legal. It's been around. It's been on the books since 1993. Uh, Paul Coverdell, late U.S. senator from Georgia, was a leading opponent to motor voter. Uh, warned that bad things would happen for motor voter, uh, and he was right. And it, we should crack down on it, but. It's been on the books since 1993. What uh, the Josh Shapiro, the governor of Pennsylvania, is doing is saying that it's going to be automatic voter registration now there, that if you're processed as a citizen driver's license in Pennsylvania, you will automatically be entered to register. You won't have to take any affirmative steps to make it happen. Um, bad idea, but this is where they are, and elections matter. 
Now, I got to tell you about Vision Computer before I get out of here. Vision Computers, they can make you a laptop or a desktop. If you need a computer, Vision Computers can make you your computer. Not only can they build the computer for you, and we're talking a computer that is not going to be outmoded next year. It's not going to be out of date. You can upgrade it when the time comes, but it's going to last you for a while. They're going to ask you what you need it for, what you want it for, what your case scenario is. They're going to spec it out for you exactly how you want it to last. And then they're going to be your tech support solution. So you'll get a phone number that you can call. And they'll answer the phone. And if you got a, a day or night, 24 hours a day, you got a computer problem, you call Vision, and they're there to be able to diagnose the problem for you and help you figure it out over the phone. Many times, if it's something that can't be figured out over the phone, they can remote into your computer themselves and take care of you. If you go to visioncomputers.com, you can see what I'm talking about, visioncomputers.com. But if you call them at 404Compute, anywhere nationwide, call Vision Computers at 404Compute and they can help your business. They can be the IT department for your business. You don't have to have an in-house staff. Vision can be your person, and each member of your company will have a phone number to be able to call for Vision to help troubleshoot their computers. They can build the computers for your company or your home, and then they can be your IT department. And here's the thing. If you don't have Vision Computers, but you want Vision Computer to be your tech solution, you can pay a low annual fee, and they will become tech support for your company, even if you didn't get your computers from them. 404 Compute, ask about the Eric Erickson special. You can save even more money. 404 Compute, visioncomputers.com. But if you call them at 404 Compute, ask about the Eric Erickson special and save some money. Hello and welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. By the way, I need you to know, I, I need you to know, I survived the homecoming dance. I, I actually did. I did miss church the next day. And I shouldn't have. However, I survived a hundred ninth, tenth, and eleventh grader, twelfth graders, and their dates. And I brought my iPad. I watched the Georgia game on a TV and the Ohio State Notre Dame game on my iPad. I sat out back, and then about probably a quarter of the boys who were there really were not into dancing, and so they hung out with me and we watched uh, the game. But I had a cigar with me. I was going to sit out there by myself. And I had a cigar with me, but with the boys out there, I didn't want to smoke a cigar in front of them, so I left it. So I got home after that was over. I got in my hot tub, and I sat back there until 2 o'clock in the morning watching football. It was wonderful. It was excellent. I had a glass of bourbon. I got to smoke that cigar, but then I am afraid I slept through church on Sunday. But I needed the break. Y'all, I am so exhausted with people. I've got to be gone all this week, too. Today, I'm literally, I've done radio from 9 a.m., I will do it until now. I'm going to go take a quick break, go to the gym, then be back for Ben Shapiro's show. And uh, then I got a bunch of TV I got to do, although my assistant just said she's going to try to cancel all the TV appearances tonight. Thank goodness. And then I got to be on the road tomorrow. I've got to be in Atlanta. Jim, by the way, I'll be in studio with you uh, tomorrow, Wednesday and Thursday because uh, I got to be in Atlanta. I got a, uh, the Cubs game tomorrow night in Atlanta. I got a Bible study on Tuesday or on Wednesday. I got a charity event on Thursday. So I'm just parking my butt in a hotel in Atlanta for multiple days. So I'm not driving the hour and a half back and forth between the house. I'll be on the road. And then I will have had enough of people by this coming weekend. Y'all, I will have had enough of people. I am not a people person. I, I don't like to be around people. I don't like groups of people. I am an introvert. I just play an extrovert on the radio and I am already exhausted with people. And it's only Monday and I got to get through this full week. I will do it with grace and humor. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow. 
and thankfully I won't have to do a bunch of other radio shows in the process. Uh, but then I'm going to the Cubs game. I, you know, I'm a Braves fan, but I grew up loving the Cubs. This is going to be a fun game to watch tomorrow. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.